Let us pray for them. Father, we thank you. We give you honor. We give you glory as we go forth now, uh, Lord, uh, as it relates to a live podcast as well. Lord, we bless them. We bless the listeners that are listening, God, as they're traveling, as they're as they're driving, as they're flying, God, as they're in their homes, wherever they might be. God, we pray supernatural blessings as they listen, God, to know how to engage in spiritual warfare, how to walk in this earth realm not in the carnality of their flesh, but in the spirituality of your power, of your glory, of your majesty, of your splendor, God, of your authority. It is so. We declare it and we decree it and we do say amen in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, people of God, it is that time. It is word time. It's word time tonight. All right. I want you, if you're watching me or if you're listening to me, all right, just go ahead and just let me know that you're enjoying thus far what is going on. Well, let me just back up from the end to the beginning. All right. As it relates to uh, Ephesians, Ephesians um, um, chapter number six, Ephesians chapter number six, we're going to go right there on tonight. All right. <clears throat> Ephesians chapter number six, verse number 12. If you will get uh, my daughter and have her to get those uh, those spectacles for me, <laughs> those glasses for me. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter number six, Ephesians chapter number six, verse number 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand. I want to share with you, people of God, uh, how important it is um, in this specific word, the word withstand. With it, we can stand. With it, we are established. With it, we cannot be moved. Let me move on. Let me get this. In the evil day and having done all to be established or to stand, all right, all right, give me some airflow in here. Uh, uh, um, uh, to stand, stand, therefore, having your lawns girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. All right, let's get there. I'm going to stop right there because there's so much word. I'm going to go all the way down to verse number um Verse number 20 in a moment, but I just want to talk about the rules of engagement, spiritual engagement, spirit. Listen, people of God, this COVID-19, coronavirus, uh, the flesh eating disease. Uh, all right. Um, those of you in the Jones County area, those of you around the world, Arkansas, uh, um, those of you in Nevada, Las Vegas, uh, even those of you that are in Los Angeles, those of you that are in New Orleans, wherever you might be right now, you're dealing with uh, a something. Those of you that came out of 2005 and we dealt with uh, um, uh, Katrina, those of us that had to experience 9-11, those were, that were in New York. Listen, I believe, I know, how do I know? Not because I learned it from a classroom or not because I learned it from somebody telling me what was and what was not. I learned it by spiritual revelation. Now, I'm going to stop right there because uh, for all the people or the things or the schools of learning that will discredit what I'm about to share right now, I want to nullify that by saying, listen, 
not by might, not by power, not by any strength in the flesh, ram, but by my spirit, saith the Lord, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. So we're dealing with a spiritual thing. We're dealing with a spiritual move. We're dealing with a spiritual warfare. Listen, those the, the, the things that we're dealing with, it's not carnal. Here it is. Let's get back to this. For we wrestle not, we fight not, we war not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against powers. I need to just stop right there and get it. Powers, forces. The word power comes from the Greek word anagaro. Anagaro, the word we where we get our word energy from. Forces that move. So the enemy is attempting to move us our establishment or our, our place of being. Now, let me run back to Genesis to get this because, see, here are some rules that we must apply that started when God first spoke words as he gave to Moses to give to the people. Now, let me, let me just share this with you. Moses was not the first one on the scene. Millions of years had passed when Moses got the revelation to write. Millions of words have been written already. First mention, we can see it. Moses himself said he's passing this down. Then he gives generations to pass these things down. The problem is, people of God, we have not been sharing what God has shared with us. Now, what did he say in the book of Genesis? He says, I give you this, the earth and the fullness thereof. Watch this. It belongs to me. People of God, here's our first rule breaker. Here's what we did. We began to think that the world belonged to us. It only belongs to us by our place in him. Who is he? He calls himself who he is in, in the book. In the beginning, God. Now, let's get the translation. The word God there is translated Elohim. Who is Elohim? He is the most high God. Why does he call himself the most high God? He calls himself the most high God to give us understanding. Not because he needs to know that he's the most high God, but he wants us to know who he is that there are other forces in between him and us in the atmosphere or in the heavens or in the sky or in the air we breathe. This is why coronavirus and COVID-19 gets into our lungs, all right? It attaches through our nose, our nostrils, our, our, one of our gates of receiving centuries where we receive the spirituality and the understanding of who God is. And every animal, every every being upon the uh, upon the, uh, the the earth realm has some type of sensory that tells him when to go, when to stop. Even a snail, he got tentacles. Come on now, even a roach <laughs> has tentacles. An ant has tentacles, and their sensories to feel the atmosphere and know when to move and when not. It's us that begin to think that we are over and above anything, and then we set ourselves above God. And the, the, the next rule here is, number one, the first rule is, as we break the rules of subduing, taking into control and realizing it is his. The second is, is then we place ourselves above God and we expose ourselves. Exposure. I need you to write that word down. Exposure. Exposure. It's like a camera. Amen. All right. When the lens is clicked, Releases an exposure. It's exposing itself to what it sees. So here it is. We expose ourselves to what the devil can see. Now let me let me drop there. Let me hold. Let me put a let me put a peg here. The enemy cannot see you until you expose yourself. 
or you give him a glimpse through a lens that he can see with or through centuries that he can feel and touch with. So how can I not be exposed? Here's one of the rules of engagement, which is the main rule of engagement, is to be under the mighty hand of God. Under the mighty hand of God. Understanding being under the mighty hand of God, he has the ability human has over an insect to crush it. But because we are his, he looks at it and sees the world through it and in it. And instead of crushing it, he protects it. Like a little bitty boy, like I used to be, and, and, and because you see the, 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 the curiosity in it, because you see the wonder in it, you take it and you, you, you pick it up. And, 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 and in many cases, I, I used to think that I could keep it for life God, I can't because whatever God has in his hand, the devil in hell cannot pluck out. Come on, cannot kill. But in my futility, in my inability, my fallibility, come on now, in, in, in my infinite understanding of life, attempting to protect it, I kill it like a butterfly it inside of a, a jar and I stick holes in it. The first the, the first experience I don't, I just put it in the jar and I put the top on it because I don't want it to fly out. But it dies because it wasn't made. I'm on to something right here. It wasn't made to be put in a jar. I can put what it it, 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 it landed on, the flower. It can only stay so long because the oxygen becomes stale. Holy Spirit, shalalu, becomes stale. The atmosphere is not conducive to life. Like a child of God, like a prophet, like a pastor, like a word woman, like a word man, like a word child, we're not, we're, we're not designed to be put in a box. This is why God told us to create ourselves like a tabernacle, and he produced the tabernacle in a moving functional form. It was always changing and always moving when he said to move, cloud by day fire by night. Whenever he decided to move, we move. But because of my messing up the rules, mishandling the rules, I'm now exposed and the enemy, like x-ray, can see through my vulnerability. He knows how to crush me. So the first rule here is, 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 is understanding that I must be under God's command. I'm not under my command. Second rule is I cannot be above God. I've always got to be under God, not yet in God. That's the third thing. Got it? Under his authority, not above him, but then in him. In him. In him. So in him, here's the text. I live. In him I what? Move. And in him I have my being. So when I get outside of God, now the enemy can me. Now the enemy knows my vulnerability. Now he, okay, let, let, let's get it like this. I believe it's first Peter chapter number five. Uh, let, let me go there real quick. First Peter chapter number five. I want to give it to you uh, like it says it. Let's start at verse number five. Wow. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. 
ye all, yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility for God resisteth the proud, the one that wants to put himself or herself above everything and giveth grace to the humble, the one that submits himself under the mighty hand of God. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God that you may exalt, may he may, he, God himself may exalt you, expose you in due time like he did, like he did uh, Job. So when he does expose you, he's protected you. And he knows already what can and cannot be taken um, um, uh, against you. For he careth for you. Now, let's look at verse number seven. Humble yourself, verse number six. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that you may, he may exalt you in due time. See, people of God, we come out too quick because we've been to college. We got a little degree. You know, we've been sitting under the pastor for a little bit. You know, we think all of a sudden, I got it. Maybe God has called you to stay where you are so that you can help, like Aaron and Ur, the ministry to move forward. That was just a nugget for you. Verse number seven, casting all your care upon him, God, not me, not the pastor, not the priest, not the bishop, because we can mishandle who you are. The priest, you can't take your secrets there. I'm not saying don't trust your pastor. I'm not saying don't trust your bishop. But in these last days, God says, I pour out my spirit upon all flesh. My sons and my daughters will be able to prophesy. And in order to prophesy, you've got to verse be able to see. Got it? Now watch what, watch what he says. Verse number eight. Now, for God careth for you in verse number seven. The word care can, is translated um, uh, anxiety. Cast all your anxiety upon God. I mean, it's been so stressed. You're, you know, you're jumping, you're fidgeting at everything. So we, we've mishandled the rules of engagement. And so now stuff is scaring me that shouldn't scare me. I used to, I used to love to tell, I ain't scared, <laughs> you know. I could have been trembling in my feet, but in, in my shoes, but I, you know, truthfully, it, it didn't bother me. Let's look at verse number eight. Be sober. You got to get this verse number eight. Number eight is the eight. The eight is the number of new beginnings. So if you really want to begin again, to begin again, to have a new life, you better get this verse. Be sober. That means don't be drunk with stuff that you've drank spiritually, weaving and wobbling. James says a, a, a double-minded, an unstable, or unsober man is unstable and, uns and, and, and not sober in all of his ways. So he says here in First Peter, be sober. Be, am I helping anybody? Be sober. Be vigilant. Why? Here it is. Because your adversary, the one that's trying to expose you. Hallelujah. The devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about. Here's the key word. Circle this. Because you're the devil, because you're the devil, because the adversary, adversary means somebody that's against you, that's on the opposite, opposite side. He's the accuser of the brethren. He has you in a courtroom right before God, right before God. And, 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 and he's your prosecuting attorney. Got it? He thinks he knows more about you because he knows your text messages. He knows your emails. Come on now. He, he knows your inboxes. He knows, he knows what came to your house, what didn't come to your house. He knows how you look when you first wake up in the morning. He knows those ABC words that you said when you had your 10% moment. And so now he wants to expose you because your adversary, he's really, he acts like he's for you until he gets you to a place to where he can expose you to God to become an accuser against you. That's what he says. Who walketh about 
here's the key word, seeking. 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 The word seek comes with the idea of something or someone that is piercing with binoculars or telescopic abilities, magnifying abilities to see who you are. He can't find you. He's you. He, he's he's Mister CIA. He's he's uh, what's that movie? Uh, uh, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, you you know what I'm talking about. It. He, he's he's now going about looking for. He's trying to find forensic evidence. Got it? He he's trying to see what he can see, and he's using all of his abilities, all of his centuries. And so, because now you've come out of God, you've gotten out of the realm of God, out of the place of God, and, and you've gotten out of your secret place. With God, now the enemy has the ability to see you because you're not covered in the blood. Be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, what, watch what he's doing. He's got his hands behind his back. He's looking. He's walking about, seeking whom he may devour. The devil don't like nobody. He can't stand you. He will let you prosper in areas in the streets. He'll let you prosper in areas in the world. He'll let you prosper in the church. He'll let you prosper in ministry so that he can expose you to have a greater place because he lost his place. Am I saying anything? The only reason he wants to bring you down, people of God, the only reason he sought to kill me, the only reason he sought to take my great name, and God, remember, now he says, I, I, I'm going to give you your name back. I want to say right now, I want to stop right now, because you're getting this, because you're getting this little tidbit right now about the secret place and rules of engagement, you're, you, 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 yes, you, 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 you will get your place of authority back and your great name back. I'm saying, people of God, in the year of full flight 2020, that God is giving us our great name back when we get back under the name Christian. That's my last name. I know you call me Peyton, but I'm a Christian. I'm a follower of Christ. I'm a disciple of Christ. And any disciple that becomes a disciple has the responsibility, here's the rules of engagement, to duplicate themselves and disciple. Got it? Gangs in the world got this. We've got to get it family. We're too disconnected. This is the problem. Every church wanted to have the great name. Every minister wanted the great name. Every every evangelist wanted the great name. And we're willing to turn tricks and, 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 and tumble here and dance over here and shout and scream and act like we got it and sling hair and all this other kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not killing that, people of God. What I am saying is you can't put any of that before the name. Who is the name? His name is Yahweh. Take the A and the uh, out of it. Rah, what? That's who he is. Who do we worship? Who do we lift up? Whose name do we come in? Because we don't have it. We come in the one that shed the blood as a scapegoat on our behalf before we go into the holies of holies to sprinkle the blood on the mercy seat. Mercy. Mercy, mercy me. Come on now. Talking about me get word from God is that blood has been shed. 
So on the outside, he's the scapegoat, which means he has my sin and he's loosed. But on the inside, he's the lamb. He sat there because he had no sin on him because it was released by God. Forgiven by God. That's what I'm trying to say. Now, he took sins of the world into it. This is why he had the ability to go as the lamb. So rules of engagement is that I'm covered in the blood of the lamb. I'm sharing this people of God because you've got to have an understanding about communion. This little cup that we drink with this bread and, and this wine. First Corinthians chapter number 11, verse number 23 through 33. To understand the processes of the blood and the, and, and the body. You've got to get this. We can't go in our own blood. Has 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 um, uh, it's infested with disease, but there's life. The Bible says there's life in the blood. Let me let me run on. Uh, am I am I helping anybody uh, right there? Is, is anybody being blessed? Come on, somebody. Amen. Somebody shout rules of engagement. Rules of engagement, which means I've got to keep these rules to engage because if I engage in warfare and I get out there by myself, I said something and I hope you get it. If you get out there by yourself and you're exposed, even in military, they're taught to stay back when one loses his mind and runs out there in harm's way. But once time comes, God says, I'm, I'm more happy if, if the one is received and brought back into the, into the fold than of the 99 that stayed back here. So, so in, 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 in military, whether it's Army, whether it's uh, Navy, whether it's um, um, Marines, or whether it's Air Force, they're trained to retrieve. Now, this is another rule of engagement. Get this. We have to learn how to be a repairer. We have to learn how uh, to be a reconciler. We have to learn, here's a key word, restore such a one. Restore. Re means to do again. Store comes from the Greek word storge, which means put back again into the family. Have you ever had somebody that, that ran outside the family? I ain't dealing with y'all. I can't stand y'all. Don't love y'all. Talk about y'all. Just go crazy. Do all these kind of cuss words and do all this kind of stuff. Hey, man, shut you out. Block your name. And then all of a sudden they need you again. And then they restore. They want to they wanna be restored. But it's our job, like the prodigal son's father, Kill the fatted calf, let's have a party like Christ would do us. Forgive. That's the key word, forgive. And then bring back. So let's deal with these rules of engagement, and I'm going to get out of here some of these rules. I'm not going to be able to deal with them all on tonight. I'm not going to even try. That's going to be a part four. This is part three. So likewise, he's younger, which means he's saying that you're younger. You, you don't have all the understanding. This is what this word younger means. You just don't have all the understanding. So I'm saying one of the rules of engagement is, is that we don't use our own knowledge. We've got to learn how to hone in with our tentacles, with our, 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 our sensories, ear gate, nose gate, mouth gate, because it's not what goes into a man that defiles him, but it's what's come out of a man that defiles him. And our eye gate, come on now, our sensories of touch. So we've got to learn how to walk by faith and not by sight. Remember, God is a spirit. So if I can't see God, I've got to learn how to feel God. Now, this ain't some feeling that just makes you, you know, goosebumps come up on you. You've got to learn how to feel God when you don't feel the goosebumps. 
You got to learn how to feel God when you don't hear God. You got to learn how to feel God. You got to know the presence of God, like uh, the revelation that God gave me. And I can't expose that right now uh, in, in its entirety, but I will give you. I saw this spiritual darkness as a man, clean cut and ready, learned. He's coming to bedsides now to steal you when your spiritual awareness is asleep. I'm saying to us, people of God, I'm going to run over here to Ephesians chapter number one, and uh, I'm going to start with verse number one. Watch what it says. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God to the saints which are at Ephesus, the, the, the this place, he says, and to the faithful in Jesus Christ, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Watch what it is. Verse number three. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. So one of, here's one of the rules of engagement, people of God. If we're, going to, if we're going to win this battle that the enemy is attempting to fight with us, is we've got to get into heavenly places. Heavenly places. Places where God dwells. God doesn't dwell where the enemy dwells. He don't fly low. Spirit is like that of the eagle. It goes above. And that's the only understanding I can give you, people of God, because that's the that's the one bird that we know. There's other birds that can fly at great altitudes because, listen, it's known scientifically that certain pestilences cannot live. Certain altitudes. And this is a true story about and, and very quickly about a, uh, a pilot. Um, that that was going out to fly and uh, on the on the plane and he gets out there gets in there really without checking all the places and he gets to a certain altitude and then this um, and he starts having malfunctions and he's wondering why I thought I did all the checks and he gets back down low and uh, he sees uh, that that some of the wires have been eaten but he couldn't find or are are broken he repaired them but he couldn't find what it did it. Right. Gets to the next thing because he's been trained the way he's been trained. He got above the clouds and he got to a certain altitude. And once he gets to a certain altitude, his, his plane begins to fly back again, regular like it was supposed to fly. Right. He gets back down to the to the to the ground and uh, um, um, he lands and he checks his plane out, wondering what was happening because all of his gauges were going crazy. He goes back to that same place and he sees this time is not just cut, but it had been null. And now he began to look frantically uh, there. Got it? And when he does, he finds his little rat. A rat. Got it? That had been chewing his, his wires, causing his gauges, pestilence, that had been causing his, gauge, his gauges to mess up. But because he took him to a certain altitude, it killed the pestilence. I'm saying, people of God, if you want to kill some enemies, go to the next level. Get above that stuff. Get above the lie. Get above the, the mistreatment. Get above the naysayers. Get above that. Get that out of your ear gate. Because the more you hear the enemy in your ear, the more you begin to put your eyes on the enemy, the more the enemy can now affect you in your walk in the earth realm and in your warring with this. Now, how are we going to do this? Let's go back uh, to uh, the book as it is in Ephesians chapter number. Uh, uh, no, let me, let me give you this. Uh, chapter number two. Let's go to chapter number two. Ephesians chapter number two. All right, chapter number two. Let's get to verse number one. Let's find, let's find part of our problem. He says, and you be quickened. That means brought back to life. Who were dead in trespasses and sin, wherein in time past you walked according to the course or the age or the time of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, 
watch this, the spirit that now walketh in the children, worketh in the children of disobedience. So one of our rules, people, God, you got to learn how to be obedient to God. You got to be obedient to God, obedient to God. It's one thing to say, you know, I follow this man and follow this and follow that and follow that, but then I'm not obedient to God. When I hear God saying to do one thing, I hear, and this is one thing that really saved me in this season. I had heard God say to move in this ram. It didn't agree with my flesh because I'm used to the pattern or the traditional package that I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been exposed to all my life. Now God is telling me to do something different, go into a different direction. But I only know now why he said for me to do what I'm doing, because he was preparing me for the pandemic that was on the way. That's going to force everybody into their closet, everybody into their studios. Woo, come on, somebody. Let's go to Ephesians, back to Ephesians chapter number uh, six. Let me give you these few things, and then we're going to go. How much time do I have? Ephesians chapter number six. Nope. Yeah. Let's go to verse number 12. I'm going to try to hurriedly run down to uh, verse number uh, 20. For we wrestle not. So, so what are we doing? One of the, one of the, one of the rules is, is I'm wrestling. <laughs> the main, one of the things here, people of God, you cannot do is wrestle with the enemy when you're in the flesh. Flesh can't handle that spirit ram. I want to say to you, I believe that all that we're dealing with, all of these, these fires, all of these tornadoes, all of these hurricanes, you know, all of these planes hitting building and all of these guns going off and killing people in, 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 in classrooms and and craziness on the highway, you know, um, you know, with people shooting up people with road rage is spiritual. That's right. You heard me. It's spiritual. Coronavirus. It's spiritual. Capsulize this. Capsulize this. Put it in all caps. Circle it. Here's the problem. Put it in all caps. You got to get this. We right now are dealing with spiritual substances manifesting physically. This is why the enemy has to have a body because he can't he can't operate unless he has something he can manipulate. Let's say it again, y'all ain't getting it. He cannot operate, but foolishly corona kills its subject because it hadn't yet adapted to the ability to let it remain alive in order for it to operate. But didn't I just tell you a few minutes ago that the enemy's whole job and desire is to devour you? He wants to kill you. He wants to destroy you. He wants to utterly take you out. So the, the enemy that we're dealing with has to manifest itself in the physical realm. Rule of engagement. Get in God, in the heavenlies him and command the atmosphere by the words of God. Don't use your own words. Don't act like you're all powerful and you and, and, and your prayer is, I mean, it's just such that when you say certain words, you, you know, certain things happen. Come on. No, no, no. You can, you can talk at a humble and command the atmosphere. You can say like Jesus did to the storm, peace be still. And because you are operating in God, watch this, and he's operating in you. Greater than is he that's in you than him that's in the world. Now, what you say becomes the authority in the spirit realm of God and whatever is in the spirit realm, because now you're even on earth, you've bound it in heaven. Because you've bound
bounded in heaven, whatever is now bound there is bound here. And so his super hits your natural and calamitizes in the atmosphere and causes a cause, I mean, it, it is explosive. And you become a weapon of mass destruction. And you never put your hands on it. You don't have to fight people that are on your job that are fighting against you. Pray about it. But be at peace about it. Watch this. And then wait for it. Moses, he's he's watching Joshua in, in, in the book of Joshua. He's watching Joshua fight for the country. And he's in the middle of the battle. He's Moses is on the side of the mountain. Got it? And and he's old now because Moses was a warrior. He, I'm sure, wanted to be in the battle. But he understood that this was not a physical battle, even though it was connotated in the physical realm. And he's seeing blood physically being shed and his son Joshua having to take licks and the people that he had ministered to are now dying. It's grieving him because he can't touch it physically. And the thing he does, rule of engagement, he lifts his hands to God and say, God, have mercy. I'm saying to you, people of God, when you get into God, lift your hands and say, God, have mercy. Have your way, Yahweh. Have your way, Elohim. Have your way, Jehovah. Have Jehovah, Jireh, Jehovah, Nisi, Jehovah, come on, Rafi. Have your way, the great I am. This is what Moses did when he lifted his hand. He's saying, God, I can't handle it. My physical body is unable to deal with what I see going on. And I recognize the spirit of the Antichrist working against my spiritual people. What happens? When he lifts his hand, God begins to go in and war on his behalf. I'm saying, people of God, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickednesses that are in high places. That, and they have inhabited physical houses or buildings or bodies called people that will do contrite stuff. Against like like that mayor that I heard the other night, amen. And I posted it on my Facebook, crazy stuff, amen. You 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 you're willing to unleash the people so that the enemy can be unleashed on them. them. This is the effect of the enemy to devour. It's spiritual people of God wake up. And, and I'm not saying you got to be so spiritually connected. You walk around with your head in the cloud. No, 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 no. I'm saying get in the word of God and let the word of God get in you. And you repeat back to God from the heart, the word that's written on the tables of your heart. What am I going to say? The battle is not mine, God. It belongs to you. What am I going to say? Amen. No weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper. What am I going to say? The great I am sent me to say, let my people go. What am I going to say? God, forgive them that do evil against me as I forgive. Come on, forgive me as I do evil, have done evil against other people and forgive them that do evil against me. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Get in the kingdom. Get in the kingdom. You're not saying get in the kingdom. Come on, don't be going to some beach and 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 infecting yourself or infecting somebody else. 
Don't be going to the mall. This ain't no time to go in the mall. It's the time to go into your secret place, the secret place of the Most High. And if you'll abide in the secret place of the Most High, you'll find refuge and strength and power. And God can ignite us to go back out into this world and understand that we're fighting a spiritual battle. It's no time to be having church in a a congregated area where we infected, amen, people with the the, 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 the air of the enemy. It's time to sit down somewhere. It's time to understand that I've got to be now. Listen, listen. A boxer knows when to go to his corner. He ain't going to this corner because he's scared. You're telling your people they're just scared. They Preachers are running scared. They're going, they ain't having church no more. Listen, the body of Christ is the church. Every individual is the church. We've got to start building up people. We've got to start cultivating people. You are the church. You are a weapon of mass destruction. Type that in. You, you have the ability to name it and claim it. You have the ability to bind on earth what is, amen, what you say and to bind in heaven what you say and whatever you bind on earth, God will bind on earth and whatever you loosen on earth shall be loosed on earth by God and whatever you loose in heaven shall be loosed in heaven by God. I'm saying, people of God, you've got eight things. You've got the power of the most high on your side. Secondly, you've got the power of his angelic forces. Thirdly, you've got the power of spiritual restoration by the spirit of God. Fourthly, people of God, you've got the ability to speak those things that be not as though they were. Fifthly, people of God, you've got the favor of God, his grace and his mercy on your behalf when you get in God and stay there. Now, how can I be in God on my job? How can I be in God in my car? Because God is everywhere. I don't have to say, come by here, come by here, my Lord. God is already here. I I didn't have to tell God to go to my sister's uh, uh, hospital room. He was already there. I just had to acknowledge him. Rule of engagement. Acknowledge God. I had to acknowledge God and understand that he made everything. He's the God of everything. He's above everything. He's beneath everything. He's in everything. He was in the hinder part of the ship, in the bow of the ship. He was there. In the belly of the ship, he was there, asleep, resting, waiting for you to engage him. (laughs) Okay, waiting for you to engage him. Engage. And the garrow put him in force and let him be the director or the captain in gauge. I love driving sticks. I used to drive it when I used to race on them back streets. Don't tell my mama that. Okay. Used to build cars just for that. Build, build, build trucks just for that. All right. Don't tell my mama that just in case she ain't listening. All right. And, and when I would shift, the transmission here with my foot pedal is about to command them. Get the picture? Some people have engaged it, but we got it sitting in neutral. We got the ability to engage, but we got it sitting in neutral. We've turned the thing on, but it's just running. Come on now. Amen. You've got to engage it. And it's one thing to put it into the gear, but it's another thing to pull your foot off the clutch. Somebody just said, I don't know how to drive manual shifts. Okay, let me help you automatic transmission drivers. 
I'm talking spiritual. Y'all talking physical. I'm talking spirit. Automatic. God is ready on, on automatic now. You ain't you ain't got to be clutching it and shifting it. All you got to do is put your foot on the gas pedal. Put it off the brake. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. We got something called ProPilot on those cars. It ain't going to name no car. Okay? This is no, no prop for them. Amen. At this moment in time. But it's called ProPilot. All right. ProPilot means I hit certain buttons and I let it do what it do. All right. And it keeps me between the lines. I'm saying, people of God, we're driving manually and we ain't doing no driving. We're driving recklessly. We're about to run off the cliff. We're about to run off the bridge. We're about to hit somebody. We don't have something that's helping us in our blind spot. God will help you in your blind spot. He'll help you keep it between the lines. He'll slow it down when you need to slow down. He'll speed you up when you need to be sped up and he'll run over whatever needs to be run over the standing in your way. God will be a mind sweeper for you. His anointing, Isaiah 10 and 27, says it destroys yokes and it lifts burdens. But people of God will always be burdened down as long as we're not let God be the pilot. I can't stand the sticker to say God is my co-pilot. No, he ain't your co-pilot, baby. You better turn that plane over to God and you better sit over in that seat. Better yet, get in the back seat and let him drive you like driving Miss Daisy. Come on, you better get... Come on, let God do it. Let God lead you. Let God guide you. Like grandmama used to say, oh, this old ship of mine. It kept, come on, it's a weaving, it's a rocking, it's a waving. Those are my words, amen. But I want you to get in the sail, hallelujah, and be that wind that leads me out of the, the, the storm, leads me along the way. Come on, God, you, you be the captain of my ship and guide this thing. I'm saying, people of God, get out of the way. The rule of engagement is that you don't have no power lest the power that lives in you, the energy that lives in you, take your hands off of it because your hands are weak. But here it is, Romans chapter number eight, verse number 26. Holy Spirit helps your infirmities. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Romans chapter eight. I'm gonna, let me go there real quick. What's my time? Romans chapter number eight, uh, verse number 26. Whew. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities. Likewise, likewise. Well, what is he saying? Likewise. Go back to verse number 25. But if we hope, if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it? Problem is, is we want to fix it. We in a hurry to go back to work. Maybe this is the time God is letting you rest. Take your rest. Be quiet. Mama and them used to say this to me. Amen. Boy, sit down somewhere while God doing his work, thundering and lightning. I sit down somewhere. Amen. You ain't got sense enough to sit down. Let the Lord do his work. I'm saying let the Lord do his work, whatever God is doing. There are people right now that's afraid to call this a spiritual war. And they're saying, well, I don't know what God said. I don't know what God's saying. Yes, I do. I know everything that God says if I know John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish. I know that. Well, why is preachers dying? Why is bishops dying? Why is overseers dying? Why is, why is apostles dying? Well, I, I don't know that. Maybe it's just their time. I don't know that. But I know this. All death ain't unto death. There's some death that transitions us into life. 1 Corinthians chapter number 15, verse number 50 through 56. Behold, we shall not all sleep. Let me show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a 
moment in a twinkling of an eye. Every, the moment we were born, we were born then with a date to die. But to die in the flesh, we live yet spiritually because those, Revelation, for those that die in Christ shall live again. Am I saying anything? So then, they that are uh, in the flesh cannot please God. Did y'all get that? That's verse number eight. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. So the reason, people of God, we can't get the protection of God is we're not in God and we have not submitted our will to God. Rule of engagement. Your will now does not belong to you. It is God's will that must perform for you. The will of God. I used to hear him always say, if it be thy will. It's going to be God's will if I say what I say. Because his will becomes my will. My will becomes his will. When I am in here and I'm in him and I'm saying what he say, whatever I have said is now his will. But when I am not in here, I must beg in him. I must beg that his will be done. Got it? Verse number 10. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. Wow. The body doesn't have any part. Because of sin. But the spirit is the life because of righteousness. Now, the word righteous means that I'm not right. But because of him, he makes me right. Because of his blood, he makes me right. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you. <laughs> Y'all better get this. Here's my terminology. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power that's in you. He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. Problem is, is we're too, we're too busy trying to figure out what cologne make me do and how my hair going to be and how my nails are going to be. Right now, amen, listen, I, I went and bought my own clippers. If I had gapped myself up, I'm going to learn today, baby. Come on, somebody. Amen. It, it ain't no flesh thing. Amen. We're we learning how to get along now. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. Did y'all get that? If you live after this flesh, you should die. If you battle this battle in the flesh, you're going to die. But if you battle this thing in the spirit, here it is, and I'm, I'm going to close. You're going to live. This is a spiritual warfare. You cannot war it. You cannot engage in the flesh. Get your flesh out of the way. Learning tongues that sound like somebody else. Quoting a prophecy that you didn't see. Grabbing a saying that sounded good and you emulated. This is the time that we must engage spiritually with our spiritual ears and hear. And here is a real prophet. Everything he hear or she hears, you don't say. Some things are not meant to be said, but rather waiting for God to fulfill because He's giving you an inlet to know what is about to take place. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, faith over fear. Your 
fear or respect of God over your faith, but ye have received the spirit of adoption. Now, here is your rule of engagement. You cannot war this thing if you're not in the family. Cain's got this. God takes care of his. Got it? He loves you so much. That's the love you're talking about, all right? The spirit of adoption. When he adopts you in the family, I don't care how long you've been in the family. If you were in the family five seconds ago, now you have a will that at the time of death will be read on your behalf. But while he's yet alive, he wars on your behalf. And he going to name it and claim it. Taking names and, yeah, y'all got it. Come on, somebody. Amen. Now, verse number 16, the spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Verse number 17, and if children, then heirs, heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Y'all gonna get everything Christ get. If so be that we suffer with him. That we may be also glorified together. We in this family together, people of God. That, if you got alt against another brother, you better go get it right. If you're talking about you can't stand her, you can't stand him, and he did this 30 years ago, five years ago, you better go get it right. Amen. Or accept his or her phone call. Amen. And receive it with a good heart, a clean heart. Because malice and strife, I don't care how good you can enunciate, I don't care how good you can shout, I don't care how good you can scream or dance, if your heart ain't right, you ain't going to heaven. And God's not fighting your battle. You, you, you may win battles on the enemy side, but that's timely. Okay? All right. Let me, let me close out. Let's get, run back to Ephesians chapter number 6, verse number, I didn't get the verse number 26, did I? Uh, verse number 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, our weak places, our broken places. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit, this is why, here's a rule of engagement. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession, all right? The Spirit itself maketh intercession, I'm going to say it again, but the Spirit itself, you can't make no intercession into heaven. You get into God, and the Spirit that's in you makes the intercession. He then makes you an intercessor. For us with groanings which cannot be uttered, verse number 27, and he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, the Spirit, not a Spirit, not those spirits in between in Ephesians chapter number six, verse number 12, but that spirit, one spirit that's above all, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good. It's working out for your good, baby, sister, honey, child, sister, daughter. It's working out, but you got to work, work it out in God. Work it out for the good to them that love God. You got to love God. And you can't love God and you don't love your brother who you work with daily, or your sister who you live with daily, to them who are the call according to his purpose. So you got to love God, you got to love your brother, and you got to work the love, and you got to let the word love work for you. Watch this. And then you got to do his purpose. What did he design you for? What's your assignment in this earth, Ram? Closing out now, Ephesians chapter number six. Ephesians chapter number six, verse number 12. Because I know now that I don't wrestle in the flesh and I don't have this battle in the flesh and I don't I don't engage in the flesh and I don't engage in blood, drinking of blood and all that other kind of stuff. But against principalities, against powers and against the rulers of the darkness. So my war is in, is in the enemy that's in me and the enemy that's in them. And I don't make them the enemy. The enemy is in them. So I need to win them. So the enemy leaves them. Get it? 
Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor. Here's the rule of engagement. Put on the whole armor. Rule of engagement. Put on the whole armor. Rule of engagement. I ain't talking about heavy metal, heavy swords, heavy shields, big Bibles. Come on, somebody. Amen. Our robes, our medallions, our rings, our chains, our, 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 our statues, the whole armor of God. Now, the armor of God is God. Wherefore, I take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand with those things be established in this evil day. And having done all to be established or to stand or to be quickened, verse number 14, be quickened, be established or stand or be erect, not down, but up. Therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, rule of engagement, be true, true to thine own self. One of the, one of the, uh, the greatest sins the seven deadliest sin is bringing discord, being untrue to a brother, being untrue to a sister. You can't sow seeds of discord, talking out of one side of the mouth and then out of your neck at the same time. You can't do that. You got to get your tongue in order. You got to get your mind in order. You got to renew the spirit of your mind. If I don't have anything good to say, I ain't going to say nothing at all. And we have more in common than we have against each other. Lawrence got about with truth and having the breastplate, the breastplate of righteousness being made right. Your feet shod, rules of engagement, feet shod with the preparation of the gospel. The, 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 you got to prepare in the word. Before you stand up, what's going to make you stand up erect is the word of God. Those are shin guards. If, if, if you're a soccer player or if you're a football player, you know what I'm talking about. If you're a basketball player, you know what I'm talking about. Shin guards, those are things that are going to protect you because if your legs get taken out of from underneath you, you you out. Shin guards, the preparation of the gospel of peace, the gospel, the good news of God. He saved me. Because see, if you're not established in that, standing in that, the fact that God saved you from the sin you came from, every time you remember the sin, it'll make you weak. It'll make you feel like you don't have a purpose in this earth realm and you can't open your mouth. Man, the sin that I've committed, if if I let that be horrific over me and haunt me, I would never be able to open my mouth. But I know I'm saved by grace. I pled the blood of Jesus and he promises me that when I repent of my sin, Romans 10, 9, when I repent of my sins with my mouth uh, in the Lord Jesus Christ, he saves me. And so some may, some of us need to get saved over again, not because God unsaves us, but because we walked out of his hand. Above all, taking the shield of faith. You got that. You got that. Wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Got that. Got that. We'll come back on with that. I'll be number four. I promise you. And take the helmet of salvation. That saying my mind is messed up. I got to renew the spirit of my mind. I gotta have a helmet of on because to protect this stuff that's coming at my head. It's trying to. There's rules for that. I mean, you, you know, um, you can get traumatized in the in the head. I mean, football players right now. I mean, uh, you know, are, are now being protected from head on head collisions or or, or or certain hits in the head that will will give them con- concussions. 
you know, that traumatizes the brain. Now, he's not talking physically. He's talking spiritually. What's traumatizing your spiritual mindset? What's traumatizing and causing you to have spiritual concussion so you can't, you know, stabilize your vision and stabilize what you see and hearing? What's causing you to have uh, uh, unequal emotions inside that's giving you something called, um, what's that? What's that uh, unequal liberum in the brain? You know what I'm talking about. Amen. You know, you're just unstable. I mean, you wobbly, uh, you know, huh? Ver, ver, vertigo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vertigo. I mean, you're just unstable. All right. Thank you for helping me out there a little bit. Y'all y'all got it. I got some cl clinicians and doctors and nurses out there to do whatever. All right. We're fixing the end now. All right. The helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And we didn't quote our, our, our normal saying in the beginning, but we'll get it at the end. You know, we believe what the word says. Praying always. Always. Always mean always. That means when you're walking and talking, you're communicating with God, dialoguing with God. You're conversing with God. But then you have secret moments of prayer where you go in there to leave and, and, and you create a space for you and God outside of the atmosphere that's affecting your helmet in your mind. Always prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto. Here's the next thing. Watching thereunto from this point forward into with all perseverance and supplications for all saints, all saints, not just yourself. And for me, that's a rule of engagement. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in bonds that therein I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. I'm going to stop right there, people of God. I could give you so much more and continue on, but there are rules to engagement, rules to the spiritual warfare, rules to make the atmosphere around you behave, rules to calamitizing the enemy and causing confusion in his camp so that there's no confusion in your camp. There's rules to you becoming a weapon of mass destruction. There's rules to you being able to open up your mouth and speak directly to God. And God commanded the angels on your behalf to war in the earth ram on your behalf. I'm saying, people of God, that when you open up your mouth, you should be in so in touch and in tune and aligned with God that when you say what you say, it's him saying what he said. And the enemy at the voice of God trembles and rolls back. I'm saying, I am saying, we have spiritual authority in this earth realm. But you got to get the living out. You got to get the malice out. You got to get the strife out. You got to get the pride out. God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Thank God for you on this evening. I do appreciate you for taking the time uh, to listen today. I, play the, I pray that you will play this back. Uh, get my podcast. Uh, it'll be on my Facebook page. Follow it. Uh, subscribe to it. Share it. Encourage it. Listen, don't just listen once. Listen over and over again because there are nuggets that I'm sharing um, that you will grab uh, that will help us in this spiritual uh, warfare that we're going through right now. You cannot go back to the old way things have been doing and the old way of communicating and to religious rhetoric that has no power in the heavenlies. We've got to connect with God. We've got to realign with God. You've got to really get into the family. And it's not just word and, and, and lip action. It's the actions that follow. 
We thank God for you. Let me pray for you. Father, we thank you. We give you honor. We give you glory. We magnify your holy and your righteous name. We lift our hands, God, and we say we, it's your, it's your battle. We can't handle it. We bow down to humbly submit ourselves to, the, to you, and we back out of it, God, and to say, God, it's your battle. The battle is not ours. It belongs to you. Fight it on our behalf, and we will wait and see what the end's going to be. We thank you because you will edify us. You will glorify us. You will exalt us in due season. We believe this. But most of all, we know, God, that you will protect us in these treacherous, evil times. We give it all to you. Now, those that want to be saved, God, save them as they're saying it for the very first time. Those that want to reconnect their lives, you said you're... All right, people of God, Psalms number 46 tonight, we're going to be dealing um, with God is our refuge under the umbrella of the secret place. The secret place is the series that, that we're dealing with or the episode that we're dealing with, the secret place, people of God. And you want to definitely get that and um, and enjoy uh, the onset of that. But the secret place, this is what we're dealing with, the secret place. Uh, many of you are asking, how can we deal with all these things that are going on and how, um, wh what is it that I'm going to be able to do uh, to be able to, uh, uh, to move forward? And uh, uh, well, I'm going to share with you today uh, what and who and how we're going to be able to deal with that. Uh, and then you'll be able to deal with it as, uh, uh, you know, God gives you utterance. Let's go into the text in, uh, as it is in Psalms number 46, uh, beginning at the first stanza. Uh, this is to the chief musician for the sons of Korah, a, a song upon Alamoth. Um, it says, God is our refuge and strength. Watch this. I'm pausing because I wanted you to get it as it's being read. God, Elohim, some, uh, Strong's number 4430, Elohim, the most high God, the only true living God, is our refuge and our strength. Watch what he says. A very present help in trouble. Therefore, will not we fear through the earth, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Selah, there is a river. The streams thereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. Watch this. God. Elohim is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her. Get it? And that right early. Get this. The heathen raged. The kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts. Get this people of God. The Lord of hosts. Right now, in the middle of what we're going through, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. He then says, Salah. It's enough. Amen. It's finished. But then watch this. Come to this city. Come to this place of refuge. Come to this tabernacle where he dwells. Behold the works of the Lord. What desolations he hath made in the earth. Y'all better get this. He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. Don't be weary. He burneth the chariot 
in the fire. Watch what he says. Stanza 10 says, be still. He's singing his song. And know that I am God. Watch this. I will be exalted among the heathen. <laughs> Somebody should have shouted there. I will be exalted in this earth. Stanza and final stanza, stanza number 11. The Lord of hosts is with us, he sings. And the God of Jacob is our refuge. He then says, Selah. I, I, I could just stop right there and just let you get the meat of what I just shared with you people of God. The Lord our God is with us in the midst of the enemy, the kings, the heathens raging and doing all of these calamitous things to us and to you and to your children or to people like you. God is with us. Watch what he says. He's in the midst of what he created, which is his kingdom. I need to let you know God can be in the midst and he can be out of the midst at the same time. That's because God is. Because, see, he can be right there with you, Adam. Yet he says to Adam, Adam, where art thou? I'm not with you, God. Until Adam gets back in the face of God and get in the eyesight of God, God is not going to turn to you. He's warning us to turn to him. Second Chronicles chapter number seven, verse number 14, just paraphrasing. If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves under the mighty hand of God, submit, begin to pray, seek his face. He then will hear from heaven. The messengers will let him know because he's not paying attention to our mess. He's not looking upon our sin. He's wanting to wait till the angels say to him, God, they got it together. <laughs> They're standing in your face. Then he will see the blood of the lamb. He will still not see you, the flesh. He hates and can't stand the stench of flesh. Because what he created, man mishandled. Fell from, from, from his grace. Fell from his place, his, his place that he had created for us. Did not take dominion and did not subdue it and did not replenish it as he had set it forth to do so that it could be a blessed place for it. So we then begin to do what we wanted to do. And so now God is, he, he's not allowing us in his sight and he's waiting on the angels to say, God, they submitted themselves. God, they turned from their wicked ways. God, they repented of their sin. God, now they are covered in the blood. You can let your eyes shine upon them. I believe that this is where God is with us, people of God. He's waiting us to get back into the place of refuge. Where is the place of refuge? I've been talking about it. It's the secret place. Psalms 91 and 1. It's the secret place of the Most High, Elohim. It's the secret place. Everybody can't go there. Watch this. And everybody can't find it. You've got to have the map. You've got to have the instructions. But then you've got to sacrifice properly to get in. All right? You know, that there were 12 tribes that were around. There was a tribe of Judah that sat right in the place. And on the left-hand side of the entrance, there was Issachar. On the right-hand side of the entrance, there was Zebulon. On the right-hand side, there was Asher. There was Dan. And there was uh, Naphtali. And on the back side, there was Benjamin. Keeping the camp and protecting anybody from coming in wrong. There was Benjamin. There was Ephraim. And there was Manasseh. On the right-hand side of the entrance, on the left-hand side of it, excuse me, the left-hand side, there was Simeon. There was Reuben and then there was Gad. Twelve of them. Issachar could tell the times. Judah could praise. Zebulun could bow. 
and respect God. I'm talking to somebody. We've got to get back in place where all the tribes, you're in that tribe. We're the children of, uh, we're, 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 the, we're the righteousness of God. We are the offspring of Abraham. And so if we've got God to answer this pandemic, we got to get back in place. Where we are around the holies of holies, where our tents are pointed directly to the holies of holies, and we're paying attention to the heads of our lives. I believe that God is looking for some heads. He's looking for a Zebulun. He's looking for a Judah. He's looking for an Issachar. He's looking for an Asher, Dan, a Naphtali, a Benjamin, an Ephraim, a Manasseh. He's looking for a Simeon, a, a Reuben, or a Gad. He's looking for somebody on the south and the north. He's looking for somebody on the east and the west that will protect the kingdom of God. Not somebody that will, in a sly way, throw some shade because I don't speak like you. Each one of these brothers had their respective places in the kingdom of God. They did it different, but yet that was the same. What were, how were they the same? They were Aaron joined out to the kingdom of God. They had a responsibility to protect the kingdom. I believe that we're not protecting the team because everybody is too busy making a show. Everybody wants their voice to be heard. It's okay to let your voice be heard as long as your voice is God's voice. And I believe that we're not being heard in this season. Because we're in the way and flesh is being seen and then smelled. And even then, at our very best in flesh, we stink in the nostrils of God. Oh, you can point out my sin. You can say, oh, I know this about you. You can't see me. <laughs> I know more about me than you could ever know about me. I know the secret things that you don't know about me, that you think you know. And I don't know about you. But what I do know is when the glory of the Lord rests upon you, I can identify. I'm in I'm in I'm in first John. I'm in and I'm in first John. I believe it is somewhere around two. You know, you know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error by the spirit that lives in you. I just tapped into where I'm going right now in this message. We'll never identify that I'm a child of God or you're a child of God or they are a child of God if I don't submit to the will of God by the blood of the Lamb and then God recognizes who I am and anoints me with his power, Isaiah 10 and 27, and he destroys yokes and lifts burdens because I found my place in the kingdom as I protect, watch this, and as I hear and adhere so I can come out of this valley. The temple and the tabernacle that that was supposed to be made uh, that was made by um, by uh, Moses and these and these these uh, that were building these 12 tribes. It was temporary, which means when God moves, I got to move. Let me share this with you. I want to stick a peg right here. All this fuss about the church right now and going back to church and not going back to church. And it's messing with my second uh, uh, amendment. Right. And, and I have the right to go back to church. You, you know, God says in one text, obey the law of the land. We have an order by God to obey the law of the land. And if God said, don't go back in, we, we need to stay out because uh, let me go back to uh, is it, uh, Exodus chapter number 12, somewhere around verse number 12, when he tells the people of God, put the blood of the lamb upon the doorpost. And, and when you do that, after you've done that and you've shed the blood of a lamb, the holy lamb, then you go in and you sit down somewhere and stay there until he lifts it. 
lest we be affected by the plague that's to hit Pharaoh. Can I share with you what God is doing right now? I believe that God is doing, I believe that God is shaking and, and, and um, this land and he's moving these mountains. His hand is moving upon the face of the deep and he's causing quakings in the earth and he's moving stuff in direction and in place so that he can affect the Pharaohs in our life, the kings that have set themselves in place to demean and to demoralize and to cause us to feel calamities and make themselves be kings in the world. I believe that God is doing this. And if we come out of the protection of God, out of the refuge of God, out of the tabernacle of God, and I'm not talking about a church, I'm talking about the tabernacle of God, the dwelling place of God, then we expose ourselves to the pouring out of the vial. Y'all can get what I'm trying to say. Listen to the prophet. Listen to the man of God. There's a pouring out. That well, shalabro. God corrected me. There has been a pouring out. Seal has been broken. And we now have a responsibility to share word like Noah. Word like Jonah. Word like John the Baptist. Word like the weeping prophet. Word like Elijah that may upset me, that may not deal so kindly with my flesh, but it's to correct me and realign me. I believe that there's a realignment that is taking place, people of God, and God is, is now getting us back in place so that when, even though I'm in the world, I'm not a part of the world. This is why God, watch this now, this is why God, and I pray I don't lose this, this is why God, uh, he, he can, uh, uh, we can be in the world, but, and, 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 and then we, hallelujah, is it going down? We can be in the world and, 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 and miss it, <laughs> because God is not going to be a part of that. I'm going to hurry up because my time, it looks like it's, 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 it's really going down, and I'm, I'm just, uh, hallelujah, I got 10 more minutes. Uh, 10%, we're going to make it. We're going to make it. We're going to make it. Pastor didn't charge everything. We're gonna, we didn't charge everything. So I'm going to do my best. If this thing go out, just I believe that God called. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> I said enough. All right? All right. Let's get in the text. Let's get in the text. Let's get in the text. So he made this thing temporary. And I, I don't really want to go into the structure part of it because it'll make me miss what I'm trying to tell you, people of God, as we're living in this pandemic. If we realign ourselves, God's going to realign himself with us. That's referencing Malachi chapter number three, verses number one through seven. He says, if you return to me, I'll return to you. If you'll get back in place, I'll get back in place with you. Ma Ma Matthew chapter number six, verse number 33. First seek ye the kingdom of God and his righteousness. This is what now the psalmist is talking about. He's talking about the kingdom of God. He's talking about he's, the, the, the refuge is the kingdom of God. We can be everywhere because there's many members, one body. And the body is not made of buildings. I, I was going to talk about this a second ago, and uh, I need to put it right here. The church, as we know it, as it relates to a building, didn't begin really physically until the late 50s and 60s. We didn't have buildings like we know it right now. We worshiped under trees, <laughs> but we still had a relationship with God. And God had a relationship with us and he was moving because that was our secret place. It might have been around our table, our kitchen table. It might have been on our back porch. It might have been in grandmother's rocking chair and she was moaning, but she had a secret place. And I believe that we've effectually moved from our secret place and now we don't have the refuge. 
And we're wondering, how can I get out of this? And, 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 and we're psychologically unbalanced and we don't know how to deal with it. Cast all your care into God's hand because God cares for you. But get in your secret place. God is our refuge. God, Elohim, the most high God, is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. If we are in trouble, and we are. If we're dealing with stuff we can't handle, and we are. Because little Kevin, as much as he would want, as much as I wanted to the other night, to go and make everything right, I couldn't. But when you turn to God, the power of God, Romans 8, 26, Holy Spirit helps our infirmities. My weak places, my broke places, my inabilities, my inequalities, and the stuff that is inequalities in me and in the world. But when I go into him, Holy Ghost makes me strong. Holy Ghost gives me power. Where is it? It's in you. Greater is him that's in you than him that's in the world. And I believe people of God, instead of trying to tap into all of this great word out there and these great experiences out there, we need now to turn back to the power that he blew into me. The pneuma, the ruah, it's on the inside of you. And then every creative ability and power, the imago deo, he made us in his image. And that image has power when we open our spiritual eyes, close our physical eyes, take off the old man, put on the new man and begin to walk into the secret place and wherever the soles of my feet go I'm in the tabernacle of the most high I'm in the refuge of the most high and no weapon formed against me shall be able to prosper because God is my refuge and he's now my strength he's my fortress he's my Mount Zion he's the place that protects me from all evil in the world and then he commands angels from there and when stuff has come against me, he's more crazily exposed to protect me of the one that's gone astray, that comes back to him. He's married to the backslider. God doesn't worry about how much you did yesterday. He's worried about what you did after you repent. He's worried about what you would do to turn back to him. He wants you coming to come back. Jeremiah 29, 11, I often quote it, I quote it all the time. For God is having great thoughts of you, thoughts of peace and prosperity for you to be able to come into the place of refuge, good and not of evil, to your expected end. Your expected end is going to be found when you get back into the kingdom of God, when you get back into the secret place, when you begin to journal again, when you begin to pray again, when you've got an altar at your house. That's why I mentioned these brothers a few minutes ago. Each one of them were commanded to make altars. Each one of them were commanded to worship. Watch this. Each one of them were commanded to sacrifice on the altar. The ultimate sacrifice has been done, which is Jesus the Christ, the blood of the lamb. And we have a responsibility as I get ready to close people of God to get back into place and to sacrifice. It's not going to be easy to worship when you're having all kinds of craziness happen around you. But it's our responsibility to intercede as an intercessor when we can't travel to Minnesota, when we can't travel to North Carolina, when we cannot travel to another city where we see injustice is done and know that God is our strength. He's our place of refuge. God can do anything but fail. He can deal with the Pharaoh. He can deal, come on now, with any kind of enemy that we have. Goliath is not too big to fall when you herald Holy Spirit. When you sling, he will sink it. Down come Goliath. Come on, get in place. 
begin to say, God, what do I do personally? We always want to say, why don't they do something? No, the mandate now is what will I do? I can pray. I can join with a little crazy KLP ministries and Kevin Payton and New Birth or whatever ministry because it's not just about Kevin Payton. It's about whoever will lift up the brazen serpent, Jesus the Christ. Then we can walk upon serpents and scorpions and their sting will not poisonously cause defeat to us and death. But I come to tell you, 1 Peter chapter number 5, as I close this thing real quick, the devil comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. He comes to devour us. But if we cast all our care into God's hand, he careth for us. I got to finish. God is our refuge and our strength. Verse number stands number one. A very present help in the time of trouble. A very present help in the time of trouble. The word and the phrase very present comes from the word mimasto. When you read it in reverse, it's meold master. Much like the stuff that we... We, 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 we eat. Come on now. Present. And it's full and complete. That's what it means. Full and complete. It, the, it, the, the word emphasizes speed. Which means God, he's quick to get there. He don't have to take a train or a plane. He's already there. But he's waiting on me to be humble. He's waiting on me to submit. He's waiting on me to repent. He's waiting on me to turn. Not just me, but you. Come on, somebody. He's waiting on us to get in his word and eat the scroll again. He's waiting on us to digest it, just it let it nourish our spiritual body because our physical body is strong now, but our spiritual body is weak because we're not nourishing it by the word. And God wants us when we pray, pray like this. Our Father, our, not just Kevin's, but our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Elohim, come down here right now. No. Elohim, activate yourself from where you are because you're omnipresent, you're omniscient, you're all-powerful, you got all strength, and you're everywhere. Which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy holy is your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. What does he want? Thy kingdom to come. Kingdom come. Ephraim, Manasseh, Judah, Zebulun, Asher, Dan, come on somebody, Ephraim, we come, where you at? Come, come together. They were together. They weren't apart. They had one cause. They were together. And when we come together, song used to say, what a time, what a time. That's nothing we can't do if all of us, like grandmama was moaning on the porch, singing them old hymns. Down at the cross. Come on, somebody. Come on, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. If we're all lined up and we have one mind, one cause, one baptism, God can fight for us. I got to finish. Therefore, will not we fear? Fear, false evidence appearing real. God said the devil ain't got no power. You got to have faith. Peace is in the Greek. It's the believability to believe in those things that are totally impossible to believe when believing is totally impossible. And forever. Faith is. Peace is in the Greek. The believability to believe in those things that are totally impossible to believe when believing is totally impossible and unfavorable. But when you cast all your care and just walk by faith and not by sight, the devil can't touch you. He can't see you. You can't see me. Shalaro shata. I ain't to say man. You can't see me. Ah, uh, his super hit my natural. I'm supernatural, and there's a calamity going on in the earth realm right now because I pray. Therefore, will not we fear though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, and they will. I gotta go. I'm just gonna stop. And they will trouble don't last. 
always. Uh, <laughs> that's sorry. It don't last always. Joy comes. Yeah, y'all got it, right? I told y'all we we're going to have some fun. <clears throat> don't, don't, <clears throat> don't start with me. Yeah. <laughs> I feel good. My Somebody should say my help done walked in the room. Joy comes in the morning. When's the morning? When I wake up from my dead sleep. Like a zombie walking according to, that's Ephesians chapter number two. According to the, you know, the, 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 the cares and the desires and the ways of this world. Romans chapter number 12, verse number one and two. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And then you'll find refuge. And then you'll find strength because he will hurry up and fix the problem. God bless you. Thank God for you. Good evening. I got to go. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, these that are here and they are listening, I pray that you touch their lives and I pray that they find you as their present help, their very present help in this time of trouble. They'll be encouraged by your power, your grace, your mercy, your splendor, your authority, God. You reign. You reign. That's the song we sing. But God, yes, you reign. You reign. You're the ruler. You're the master. And we give this thing over to you. Fix it, God. Fix said like you said you would. God, we cast all of our care right now into your hand. We plead the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name we say. Yahshua, the Messiah's name we say. Amen. Salah. Good evening. Connect with me. Tap in. Get saved. Turn your life over to God. Submit to his will. And he will be your very present help. I'm praying. Pray for me. Watch this. Pray with me. God will fix it. Just like he said he would. Good evening. Shalom. 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 Thank you.